Welcome to the Naked Party Time Podcast, where we get real and raw about life, leadership, and love. While having lots of fun along the way. So what do you say? Are you ready to get naked? Let's do it. Sabrina, you're not a hunter, are you? Uh, no. You don't shoot guns or a bow or anything? No. Yeah, neither do I. Well, let's just say that you were a hunter. If you were a hunter, how successful would you be if you never aimed at the animal? Uh, probably not very successful. Rhetorical question. The answer is not very successful. About as successful as you are now, which is you get nothing because you don't hunt, right? Yes. Well, Zig Ziglar, a well-known author and communicator said this, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. True. Sadly, this is how a lot of us live our lives, aiming at Mm -hmm. nothing. We're just letting life happen to us. And if you let life happen to you, you may end up living a life where nothing worthwhile happens. That'll preach right there. Yeah, that's good. Or maybe I should say that'll podcast (laughs) because that's what we're talking about today in episode 15 of the Naked Party Time podcast. We're asking the question, do you have a plan for your life? No matter how you're joining us today, whether you're listening on your favorite podcast app or joining us on YouTube, uh, we have a brand new background here for our YouTube setting. Thanks, Sabrina, for getting that all set up. Uh, we, we are so glad that all of you are joining us. My name is Jeff Manis. I'm here with my amazing wife and co-host, Sabrina. How you doing, Sabrina? Pretty good. You told me you were tired earlier. I am tired. It's been a lot of peopling this week. But you're, but you're powering through the podcast. It's good peopling. It's just a lot for this introvert. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for doing the podcast tonight. You're welcome. You don't have a lot in this one. No. We'll see if you can have, give us a blooper or two, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I prayed this morning that I would do better. <laughs> so we'll see if Jesus will help me. Well, this is dropping on January 25th. Can you believe it's almost February? No. That's crazy, isn't it? Seems like January flew by. Well, we were on vacation. Yeah, no, that, that helps. helps. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we closed out 2020 on the podcast and kicked off the new year, we've really been focused on goals, plans, and dreams. In episode 12 and 13, we talked about the method that Sabrina and I use to set our goals and plans for each new year. You can go back and listen to those if you haven't heard them yet. In episode 14, we talked about creating, maintaining, and pursuing a bucket list, (laughs) which we just got done accomplishing one of our annual goals and bucket list (laughs) items. We just got back from Disney World in Florida. What was your favorite part about Disney? Hmm... So many things. I I think I I like being in the vacation bubble. Yeah, explain the vacation bubble. I wasn't on social media during the day. I didn't get on till late at night when we were all in bed, and so I liked being disconnected from the world, disconnected from everything except I just where we were at was all that yeah. mattered. So yeah. what time we had to leave, where we ate, what rides we were riding, who was riding with who, like those became the most important parts of our day. And yep. I love that vacation bubble. Just, it's just our kids. Plus we had a bonus kid, yeah. but, um, you don't even know what date it is. What no, day it is. I just, I love that. Yeah. I love getting lost in just being with each other yeah. as a family. Yep. Yep. I think my favorite part was, uh, the star Wars, <laughs> Uh, Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood oh, yeah. Studios. That place is yeah, unreal. Yeah, it is awesome. That was a blast. Mm-hmm. So we talked about our annual goals and plans, talked about bucket lists. And today, to continue this string of podcasts, I want to talk about the deepest level you can go in this whole planning thing, and that's creating a life plan. Mm-hmm. Now, Sabrina, you don't have a life plan, right? No, I do not. I, I don't really know. 
I don't know. It's not something I've ever thought about. Maybe after this podcast, you'll do one. Maybe. That's true. <laughs> um, but uh, why did you end up doing one? Well, even though I'm a planner, for the most uh, for most of my life, I never never had one. I had learned about a life plan, heard of it, but never really thought that I would do one of my own. Then in 2019, as a part of some ongoing training and education for our pastors on staff at, mm-hmm. at Element, we did what's called the Daniel Harkavy life plan. And I'll link to him in the show notes if you want to know about him. Daniel Harkavy is the CEO and head coach of the Building Champions organization. <laughs> then Eddie Shigley, who you know, Eddie, yeah, uh, he's from Dulos Leadership. Uh, he was doing the training for us and he helped all of our staff walk through or all of our pastors walk through developing our own life plan. It's something he did. He wanted us to do it as well. And as Eddie walked us through the life plan, I began to realize more and more how beneficial this could be mm. to my life. It was an it was annual goal setting on steroids, really. <laughs> That's um, good. Yeah. And I was already doing annual goals. This is just taking it really one step further or deeper, and you really do it for your your whole life. So this whole process of not only creating a life plan, but regularly reviewing it has been an eye-opening and life-changing thing for me. Mm. Um, the life plan brought so much clarity mm. to what I want to accomplish in life and how to get there. I've become so much more focused on what I want to pursue based on the life plan. It really, really narrowed my focus in life. It's been super helpful for me to be to have that narrow focus because you can end up just doing so many different things if you don't yeah. have that focus. So I thought, let's share it here on the podcast, how I developed my plan and offer some tools for our listeners as well. If you're really serious about developing a life plan, I do encourage you to get Daniel Harkaby's book. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. It's called Becoming a Coaching Leader. It's about being a coaching leader, but there's several chapters on a life plan. So if you get that book, read chapters four through eight, at the very least read chapter five. Those are all about the life plan, but the whole book is excellent. Uh, Those are just the chapters that deal with the life plan. This entire process, and not including reading the book, took me about 12 hours to complete. Oh, wow. So getting the whole life plan on paper took me about 12 hours to complete. And then I've spent several hours since then reviewing and refining my life plan to maximize it and maximize my life. And I will say this, if you're unwilling to strategically and intentionally review your life plan, don't bother creating it. Yeah, if you're not going to look at it or check yep. it, what's yep. the point? Like the review process, which I'll share here in a bit, might be the most beneficial part of the plan. Yeah. So I, I'm all for people doing it, but if you're not going to have a plan to review it, Mm-hmm. And then implement it. Yeah. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. I'd rather you not do it than have one that just sits there on the shelf collecting uh, dust. So, I know this might already sound overwhelming uh, for some people, and that's okay. Don't let it scare you. It's not as difficult as it sounds. You don't have to do it the exact same way I did it. You can really make this as small or as big mm-hmm. as you want it to be. It just requires some intentional time and effort to get there. Mm-hmm. And let me say this too you don't have to have a life plan in order to succeed at life. Yeah. I, I don't ever want people to think that you have to have annual goals, that you have to have a bucket list, have to have a life plan. You don't. I do think it creates some some focus to mm-hmm. succeed in life, but this is not a requirement to live a successful life. If you do want to see what my life plan looks like, uh, I've provided a sample portion of it as a download no. in the show notes. Um, this sample includes my cover page, the life plan overview, my values, vision, life verses, life account list, and then three full life account descriptions. 
which we'll get to some of that here in a little bit. I've also provided a life plan template for you that follows the process that I used. Mm. So you can use this blank template, which includes all the instructions you need to build your own life plan. We'll Is put that, that all from the book? I, I, I've this Yes, it's from the book, but then I've made it my, my own. You designed it yes. to fit you. Yep. Yeah. And so I'll provide that um, on the show notes as well. So the first step in creating a life plan is to, and this has been true on everything, yeah. about, schedule the time. Yeah. Like literally just schedule the time to do it. This is seriously where so many people get derailed yeah. when it comes to goals, plans, bucket lists, life plans. They simply don't schedule the time to do it. And like I said, it took me about 12 hours to do this, not counting reading the book. So I just chose a day. This was in the summer of 2019 that you and the girls were all out of town mm -hmm. visiting family. I took a day off from work, turned off all my notifications on my phone. I sat down with my computer, my Bible and some coffee because all great things <laughs> start with coffee. Not true. Yeah. And I started the process. <laughs> took me about 12 hours to do. And listen, until you have it scheduled, you aren't serious about doing it. Yeah. And that's true with anything. Mm -hmm. Your bucket list, your annual goals and plans, losing weight, getting out of debt. Until you schedule it, you're not serious about it. Yeah, that's really good. I feel like if I did not schedule things or set reminders, I would do nothing or no, I would know anything that was going on or no. what I was supposed to do. Like if I don't write it down, <clears throat> I will not do it. Yeah. I just won't remember it. Life just happens to yeah. you yeah, exactly. if you don't write it down. So schedule the time to do it. That's the first step. The second thing is this, seek God in prayer. Yeah. Again, we're, we're coming at this from a, from a spiritual, a faith perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and most of our listeners, I think, would, would have that similar faith perspective as well. Yeah. I've been praying for a while leading up to this scheduled time, but I just spent a little bit of time in prayer as I started the process, just asking God to direct this plan. Hmm. Like a bucket list is one thing, but this is a life plan. Yeah. Like this is what my life was going to be focused on for the next 20 years or so. So I didn't want to just be about the things I love to do. I wanted this to be about my legacy. Mm. Like, what are the things I want to leave behind mm -hmm. in my life? What, what would be the lasting impact of my life? And that's serious. Yeah. So I spent some time in prayer, asked God to be a part of the process, and really then started putting pen to paper, mm -hmm. if you will, or I was using my computer, but, mm -hmm. but I, I was started writing things down. And the very first thing you need to write down, you got to decide is how long your life plan is going to be. So that's the third step. Schedule the time, seek God in prayer, and number three, set the length of your life plan, mm -hmm. meaning how many years will your life plan be? I chose to do a 20-year life plan because that would get me close to retirement age. We're getting old. At least I am. You are getting I'm old. I'm almost 50. Yes, I am not. <laughs> so all of my dreams, my goals, my plans, all the action points, the values, the vision in the life plan is pointing to that 20-year mm. benchmark, which is now 19 years because we're a year in. Yeah. So already the life plan's getting <laughs> getting shorter. And this really makes you think long-term and what it's going to take to get there. Mm -hmm. Now, there is no set length of time that you have to do. I would suggest no shorter than 10 years, no longer than what's humanly reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> like don't have an 80-year life plan. It's just right. not feasible for yeah. you to live 80 years. 10 to 30 years is probably the most common age. I believe in Harkavy's book, he talks about how to decide how long your life plan should be. But don't get too caught up in the length of your plan. If you establish that regular review process 
with at least an annual review of your life plan, you'll always be able to adjust it as you go. Yeah. So don't worry about the time, but you should set, hey, by, by this date, that's when I want to accomplish all these things on this life plan. Next, start with scripture. <laughs> I wanted a scripture that would guide my life plan. Uh, again, I didn't want this to be just about things I love in life. I want it to be about my legacy in life, what I want to leave behind. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I wanted scripture to be the foundation for it all. Yeah. And that was easy for me because before I ever even thought about doing a life plan, God had already challenged me with a scripture mm-hmm. that had become my what I call my life verses. Mm-hmm. Now, I have two life verses or passages the first one is the verse God used to call me into ministry, Proverbs nineteen twenty one. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that will prevail. Mm-hmm. God used that verse to call me into ministry. But a couple of years ago, as, as I was reading through the Psalms, God used Psalm 92, 12 through 15 to become my new life verses. And it says this, but the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, Mm -hmm. that's the phrase that stood out to me, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare the Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. Mm -hmm. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's good. Those are awesome verses. And after I read that, I thought, that's what I want to be said about my life. Mm-hmm. that I would flourish like a palm tree and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon to flourish in the courts of my God. Mm-hmm. And really what stood out to me was that statement, even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They'll remain vital and green. Mm-hmm. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to be producing fruit, being vital and green in my old age, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want my life just to waste away yeah. when I get older. I want to still be doing things uh, when I get older. So that scripture became the foundation for the values I would establish, the vision statement for my life, and then the plan I would pursue to accomplish it. So start with scripture. Mm-hmm. It might just be one verse, yeah. might be a whole chapter, but if you start with scripture, it will point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't tell you ahead of time I was going to ask you this, mm-hmm. but do you have a life verse? I know, when you were, when you were reading that, it was like, hmm, if I were to start with scripture, what scripture would I start with? Do you know? I, I don't know. I mean, one of your verse, one of the verses I think is, is that you always say you, is your favorite is Luke two something for nothing's impossible with God. Mm. Is that one of them? Yeah, I don't know if it's Luke two though. Yeah, it is. is isn't it when Mary was visited by the angel? The oh, angel told Mark, her. It's uh, I have it tattooed. It's Mark nine twenty three. You have what? <laughs> That's one of them. What does it say? Mark nine twenty three. Do you know? Mm. It's, <laughs> you, a, it's along those lines. <laughs> you have it tattooed on you, and you don't know what it I says. I can't see the tattoo, though, so I That's can't read it. funny. All uh, things are possible. Nothing's impossible. Uh, it's along those lines. I'd have to look it up. That is it's funny. been a while since I've read it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably Dang should it. know. I was not going to have almost, a blooper on you, this podcast. You almost made it. Oh. You probably should know what your tattoo says. I probably should. It's forever inked in your body. But I can't see it, and so... <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So you do have so a So glad we brought this yeah. up. Thank you for putting me on the spot. Sorry. I, I should have warned you. Yeah. All that to say, start with Scripture. If you start with Scripture, that will inform the rest of your life plan. Yeah. 
That leads then into the fifth thing here. You got to state your values and your vision. So from that scripture, uh, what is the, from your scripture that you have, what's the vision? What are the values you want to define your life? Like you need to ask that question before you start getting into the details. Yeah. What's, what are the values you want your life to be defined by? What's your vision? Mm-hmm. Just like in a statement, what's your vision for life? And each of my life values were taken from my life scripture. I want these values to be the driving force behind my overall vision and plan. I want them to be the words that define who I Mm -hmm. am and who I am becoming. And let me say this about values. If you write down values, but you don't live them out, they are just words on paper. Mm, That's good. They, They aren't values, they're aspirations. Yeah. This, this is really a meeting between you and Jesus. Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. It is a meeting between you and Jesus. Like you're, you're literally scheduling a time to spend with him to figure out where he wants you to go in your yeah, life. That's awesome. And, but you have to be willing to listen. Yep. Hey, another scripture I have tattooed on is, <laughs> is be still and know. Yeah. Psalm 4610. Yep. But I we're not very good at listening. And I think this would be this is a good thing to say, okay, Jesus, this is a scripture. Now what does this look yeah. like? And then have sit still yeah. so that he can talk back to yep. you and help you with all that. And what there, there's another one. You do not I think know what this one says. <laughs> do justice, love mercy, no. walk humbly with your God. Is it I have like part a, I have part of that tattoo. Like a six eight something. I have part of that tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's that would actually I mean that's a, that's one that you yeah. often refer back to. That would be a great one. Yeah. That could inform your your life plan to do justice, love mercy, walk humbly mm-hmm. with your God. Like your values, your vision, all your action steps could flow from a verse like that. Yeah. So um Values are not just the words that we say. They are the way we live, born out of what we believe because of who God is. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that to our staff for years now, that values aren't just words. They're the way we live, born out of what we believe because of who God is. So you can see, I'm not going to give you all my values and vision here. You can see all four of my values, my vision statement, if you download the sample that I'm providing. So you have to schedule the time. Seek God in prayer, set the length of your life plan, start with scripture, state your values and vision. Then number six is where the details begin. Hmm. Set your goals. Hmm. So this is where you start getting into the details in specific areas of your life. And I broke my life plan down into what Daniel Harkavy calls life accounts. I chose to do 10 life accounts. And those 10 are my relationship with God, my physical health, personal development, Financial life, relationship with you, my wife, relationship with my kids, friends and community, my relationship with my outlet, which when I say my outlet, like the things I love to do, like writing, leading, creating, um, preaching is a whole life account or my calling is what I would call that one. Yeah. And then I, my last life account was leading element church. That's the, I had a whole life account, uh, with goals and stuff for leading the church. And I love the idea in Harkavy's book, he called it accumulating net worth in each life account. And when you think of term in, in terms of net worth, you're thinking of the long game. Yeah. And that's what I want to do in these accounts. Like so often we make decisions in life based on what will make us feel good on mm-hmm. Friday, not what's best for us in the future. Mm-hmm. And so net worth is future mm-hmm. thinking not Friday thinking. Yeah. 
I actually wrote down in my life, I remember telling you this, I wrote down in my life plan, you may not remember this, these exact words, I don't want to live for Fridays anymore. Mm, that's good. I don't want to live for Friday. I, I put in the life plan, don't live for Friday should become a mantra in our lives. Mm. I, I even said this in my life, I wrote this down, that we should ask this question, is this decision for Friday or for the future? Mm, that's good. That'll change the way you think yeah. and make decisions. So that should be a question we consistently ask ourselves. That's how I approached each account in my life plan. Not what will feel good for the weekend. Right. What's best for the future in my life? And as I walk through every single account, all 10 of those accounts, I wanted it to stay tied to scripture. So I chose a theme verse and a truth statement for every life account. And, and they're different for yep. each one? Yep. So there's, and some of them have multiple. I have more than one for some life accounts. Mm, okay. Um, and then I wrote out a specific purpose and vision for that life, uh, each life account based on my overall life vision and values. And then lastly, for each account, I committed to some action steps that will lead me towards accomplishing my vision in that area of my life. So for those of you who are interested, you can see all of that on the sample I provided. I don't have time to go into it here. Um, I recommend three to five action steps for each life account that will move you towards accomplishing your vision for that area of your life. Any less than three, you're probably not doing enough. Hmm. Any more than five, you might get overwhelmed. Yeah. So about three to five, and those might change as you review it throughout the years, but start out with three to five action steps based on here's the vision I see for this area of my life. Those action steps should be how do I accomplish that? vision. Hmm. What should I do every day or whatever right. in my life right. to accomplish that? And and then if you do this next step, you can always add, edit, or remove action steps hmm. as you go. So the seventh and last step is to systemize the review. Hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, but they all start with S. Um, I did not notice that. Now you know. <laughs> so again, as I said before, if you aren't going to review it, just don't do it. Yeah. Like for real. This is way too much work yeah. and way too important to do it once and then not review it. Mm -hmm. Reviewing it is going to get it connected deep into your heart. So the process I used when I did it, and Harkavy talks about this in his book, I reviewed my life plan daily for the first month. Well. So after I created it in August of 2019, I started it on August 7th, my birthday, mm -hmm. 2019. If anybody wants to write that down, August 7th is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you can send that's your gifts. That's the day he gets old every <laughs> yeah, year. That's right. Older every <laughs> year. Um, so uh, I started reviewing it daily for one month. And then I reviewed it weekly for the next three months. And now I review it monthly. And then I do a full review and kind of evaluation of it annually. I've revised my life plan several times along the way with, you know, changing specific action steps multiple times already. Uh, early on, I realized that's not really a goal that I actually want. Because you start doing it, you realize, ah, that's not, that's not it. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of practice um, to, to get it going. And then at the end of 2020, so this last year, when I did my annual review and went over my life plan, I even completely changed one entire life account. Oh. Um, I was talking to you about that, how um, I think I had one whole life account just for writing. But I feel like that's changed a little bit. Yeah. I don't feel like that's such a focus in my life as I thought it was going to be. But doing like this podcast has become something. Mm -hmm. um, just creating things. So did you create a podcast? 
that's a part of the the life the account outlet. for my okay. outlet. Yep. Which is basically so from from a couple of podcasts ago talked about the the two word purpose statement, yeah. living vision. That's really what that life account is based on. Mm. My two word purpose statement to live vision. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like I can do through the podcast, through social media, through creating content of whatever kind outside of my job. That's kind of my outlet. I love doing that. Yeah. I didn't want to be pigeonholed to writing. Yeah. So that opens up that life account to more possibilities than just, than just writing. Uh, the, the point is uh, not to perfect the life plan on the first try. <laughs> it's just to have a plan. If you're going to do it, just have a plan. Don't get it perfect the right, the, at first, but just start it. Um, I don't want to get to the end of my life and realize I've been aiming at nothing. Yeah. And that really was kind of the driving force behind me doing this. And, and listen, having a plan won't stop bad things from happening to you. <laughs> having a plan didn't stop the pandemic. Yeah. But... I feel like because I had a plan, my life plan, very few things in my life plan are dependent upon circumstances. Hmm, that's good. They're, they're dependent because they're so, some of them are so long term, you know, a year, a downturn in a year doesn't affect it as much. Yeah. And some of them I was able to keep on doing with no change at all in the middle of the pandemic. Having a life plan won't guarantee that life ends up the way you want. Uh, you Like I said, some of the things I've already realized, that's not really what I should be pursuing. It's not what I desire yeah. uh, to do. Uh, having a life plan just gives us some clarity on how you want to live your life. It creates some personal accountability. Like no one but you can decide where you want to end up in life. Mm. And no one but you can do the hard work of getting there. <laughs> it's on us yeah, that's good. To, to accomplish what we want to do. So I challenge everybody... Set aside some time just to think through your life. Who do you want to be? Where do you want to go? How do you want to be remembered? Hmm. Like, don't just dream it. Plan it. Yeah. And when you're ready, schedule the time. Seek God in prayer. Set the length of your plan. Start with scripture. State your values and vision. Set your goals. Systemize the review. Sabrina, anything you want to say? It, that, it, that overwhelms me a little bit. That's all right. I think if I were to read the book, that would yeah. help. But because I get that it's so good, but just I don't know. Just, if you're per, if you don't have the right personality, yeah. it is a little overwhelming. Yeah. Even, but even go back, go back to just those questions. Yeah. Who do you want to be? Yeah. Where and, Where do you want to go? And having those conversations yeah. with Jesus and yes. asking Him, Who do you want me to yeah. be? What do you want that to look like? Yeah. How do I get there? Yeah. How do I do that or whatever? Yep. Even just having some scriptures that, that kind of define your life. Like you, you, like I said at the beginning, you can make this as big, as deep, yeah. or as little as possible. I, I just think the value is being intentional about your life. Right. Whether you have a full life plan or not, it doesn't matter. But are you being intentional? It would be interesting like to interview people who are in their 70s 80s and 90s and ask them Mm. what do you love about the way you lived your life what do you regret what What, do you wish you would have have, yeah would have done differently like do you feel like you lived especially if you're a believer do you feel like you lived the life jesus had planned for you did you follow it did you ask him his opinion like um because i i think it is so good that i don't want to be 90 and 
not and regret that yeah. I didn't tell enough people about Jesus. Like, yeah. even though I'm tired today from <laughs> pouring into people, like I, I can't imagine doing yeah. anything yeah. else. Yep. And so even though it's tiring, it's good. And it's where Jesus has yeah. me and I love it. Yeah but I'm tired, but that's okay. <laughs> like Jesus got tired yeah, and went off on right. his own yeah, and did. tried to rest. And that's why we have the Sabbath. Is it mm. okay for me to look forward to the Sabbath? <laughs> Absolutely. I told someone this morning, I was like, I'm doing a lot of peopling this week. I'm like, I love it, but I'm ready for Sabbath. Yep. yep. So on the next several podcasts, we're going to focus on marriage and intimacy, starting with having a vision for your marriage. Uh, that episode will drop on February 9th. In the meantime, we do hope this has been mm -hmm. helpful for you, maybe hopeful, maybe inspiring yeah. for you to get real and raw with where you're at in life. That's what we're all about here on this podcast. That's why we call it the Naked Party mm -hmm. Time Podcast, because we're burying ourselves yeah. uh, before one another and before you getting real and raw with life leadership, and love. If this podcast has been helpful to you, we'd love for you to share it on social media. Yeah. Like, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening from. And we'll end as we always do with our <laughs> marriage mantra. You ready? Ready. We, we are united, united in, in Christ, Christ, unstoppable with Christ, and, and unbreakable because of Christ. Hey, you I messed it up. <laughs> you messed up, not me. Man. Yes. Now, now it's time for you to go get naked. And party. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Naked Party Time podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on all of your podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure and subscribe as well. For more content, go to jeffmanis.com. <laughs>